Academy Radio. Hello and welcome to the seventh episode of Popular Side Pod. I'm here with me, Fingal. Uh, hi, I'm Carl. Hi, I'm Dylan. Uh, hi, I'm Andrew. And we'll kick it off with Palace 1, Arsenal 4. I'll level with you, lads. It was awful. Yeah. <laughs> you you yeah, bit, played bit, bit awful. Well, I don't think Palace played especially bad. I think more Arsenal came out, put a solid team out, did did the job they had to, really. First try made to the boss. They looked a bit sloppy in the second half. I think you just maybe could have maybe got two, maybe even got two or three, but it is what it is, I suppose. Uh, yeah, well, the scores were Monreal in like the second minute, Iwobi fourth, then Kosielny and Lacazette, and then Milojevic gone in the 79th minute. And um, <clears throat> we, the reaction from the Palace fans after Milojevic's goal was absolutely, well, superb from us. I mean, we went mental. I mean, it's better to... I, ra- I think Holmesdale Cravatics put it perfectly. I'd rather be sat in the pouring rain celebrating a a consolation goal after we're 4-0 down than be sat in a bowl, not not cheering, but winning 2-0. Now, I know this sounds bad from a Liverpool's fan uh, point of view, but defensively, you, you just seemed asleep. Like, you just weren't on marking. It's like you just weren't alive in that game, like, at all. It's only after the scored four that you started playing, really. You just... Wasn't you just didn't perform the way that you should? It was too little, too late, really. At the end of the day, yeah. Like if I reckon, if they come out maybe thirty meters, or maybe just you know from the start, I reckon you maybe could have just squeezed a draw out of that game. But you can't really take any, anything away from Arsenal, even in the current form. They're not, they're not the best. Yeah, not doing great, but they're they're going to get some new signs of course from Mkhitaryan and Aubameyang. They're probably coming in, but you know, I think. You could have squeezed out a draw if you just put, uh, I don't know, maybe just a bit more fighting at the end of the day. Yeah, have you seen Lacazette's goal? I actually haven't, though. I avoided yeah. watching the um, highlights. <laughs> oh, well, Ozil being Ozil, back heeled it to Lacazette, and it was a good finish from you know, Lacazette, obviously. <laughs> In my opinion, if Ozil goes, Arsenal would be completely lost. Like, he's just that solid man in the midfield, the cam roll. That just puts through balls in, and Lacazette needs someone like that. Like, if you look at the rest of the team, there's Wilshire, and that's about it, really. Yeah, like, I can't see exactly Xhaka putting in some decent balls. So, like, people like Lacazette, Mkhitaryan, and Aubameyang, they're going to be starved for them solid through balls that the attacking force needs. Yeah, literally, the only other person that can do that is Cazola, and he's 30, and his legs are just he's, dead. Yeah, he won't be back for a while, will he? So, yeah. um, for me, they need to renew Ozil's contract no, immediately. I'd- I don't think even Ozil will matter to the face in the season. He's he never performs in big games. He's he's been lacking talent for years upon years now, and he's just he's. I'd sell him. I'd sell him and invest in like they wanted Draxler. I don't think they he's did. brilliant, but oh, they should they're willing with Fakir. I think I think they should definitely go for him. For mm. for me, I, 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 if I was Arsenal, I wouldn't personally go for Draxler. I don't think he's like. The role that they need to replace. Yeah, I wasn't. Ozil. I wasn't saying definitely go from replacing. No, I'm, I'm just saying like buy him and then look out front and then see if you can me, shift Ozil on. The man that they need is Fakir. He is sent. He's been sensational this season. I w- I w- I'd be skeptical buying Fakir as an Arsenal fan because think well, he's from Liga. Isn't even it's it's in the Europe's top five leagues, but it's definitely for Stoke it's, City. It's, it's, the one of, it's one of the lower leagues like, it, it, of the top five, it, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah, Stoke yeah. City. No, it's it's it, it's it's it's. But I mean, if you look at the people that's played there, not at Lyon, but at, um, obviously Liga, and you've got like people like Cavani. 
Yeah, we look Mbappe, like that. Mbappe no, like but Lacazette, most of yeah, them are moving there. Well, La- Mbappe is an, an exception because he was at that amazing Monaco side last season who captured the admiration of That's admiration true. of most uh, European football fans. Yeah. But the PSG thing is like Neymar, money, uh, Cavani. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I don't know if I, well, Cavani's quite good, isn't he? But. Well, yeah, but the thing, point I'm trying to make is that most of their players are just guns for hire. They're mercenaries. True. Thiago Silva, I mean... Well, most of them are South American, so they won't have much loyalty in Europe. Liverpool knows something about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but... <laughs> no, but the point is, if you've got, like, a European player, say a... A PK, they try to sign PK, I think they'd have a tougher time of it, because he wants to stay at Barca... Oh, he's definitely I, dedicated to Barcelona. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he'd move for money, but if you go for someone like Thiago said when they went through at AC Milan, he's more likely to move for money. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Like, so what do you yeah. think What do you think of Arsenal going for Albamian? Do you think it's the right move for Arsenal to do? Or do you think they should maybe look into at, someone at else? At this point, in my opinion, they have to go for something because the team's I, just dead. I don't so see what, why they need Aubameyang. If it weren't Aubameyang, we should have signed him instead of Lacazette. You can't have yeah. two that, world-class strikers playing in the same team. They don't team. need, they don't need that, an Aubameyang that, that, Lacazette. That's what I'm saying. If you've got an Aubameyang and Lacazette, two world-class strikers, two of the best, I don't think anyone's here to deny that, you need someone in the cam centre-forward role, maybe even left-right wing, that's quality at putting crosses in, through balls, lob balls, so they can get the chances that they need to become Walker strikers. They can't do it all on their own. Yeah. No, the problem I'm seeing is with the centre forward. They would never play some centre forward because to do that they need a Dennis Bergkamp. That's to, true. To combat, like I see Lacazette trying to. Wenger probably sees him as a new Henri, which fair enough. He's French. He's <laughs> plays at Arsenal. Yeah, <laughs> nothing like Henri though. He, he, oh, he doesn't no. play no. the way that Henri did. No, but the point I'm trying to make is. He needs a Dennis Bergkamp for his own rate. And That's about Bamiyang is in a Dennis Bergkamp. Lacazette is not a Dennis Bergkamp. They will never play two up top, big man, little man. Because mm. they'll never buy a title. They'll never buy an Andy Carroll. They'll never buy an Ashley Barnes. They'll never buy a Troy Deeney. So it's pointless buying these for me as grandiose well, players. It's not just weaknesses up front. When you look at Arsenal, probably their attack is the strongest force, really. It's the lack in places in the midfield, the centre-backs, wing-backs, even though they have just signed class national, and Bellerin's pretty decent, but the goalkeeper as well, Czech's been dreadful this season, that's come from a yeah, Chelsea he's no fan, he's a club he legend, and he's not quite reaching the heights that he did at Chelsea, I don't know if he ever will, yeah, to be honest. Shelley, his legs are going as well, Matasaka, he's retiring. Um, Mustafi is injured a fair amount, yeah. he's, he's doing alright this season, but he's still injured a fair amount, and you can't have that. Uh, Reese Nelson's come in, and apparently he's quite good. I haven't actually seen him play. But I'd a lot of people don't like how Wobi either as the attacking force. They need so much money to be pumped into this club and I don't think the owners are going to do yeah, that. Yeah, and plus it's a bit of a risk going for a Bamiyan because, you know, he's 28, I think. It, it's it, big money as well. Yeah, it's like, was it like room 60 million and he pretty much relies on pace and he's getting, getting quite once old. Yeah, I know yeah. you're saying once his legs go as well. That, yeah, well, like, who, who would they be able to... When you think about it, if they got a Bamiyan, who would they be able to put play around him? I, I Wobi. And yeah, that's what that's what I'm saying. Mikatarian, we haven't really seen the we best of him seen, in the big We haven't seen the Dortmund Mikatarian. We've only we seen, seen the yeah. German player of the year, Mikatarian. So it's like S- saying that we haven't seen the um, Bundesliga two of the season, um, Kolasinac either, because Wenger isn't like letting him show his full potential. So maybe no. The problem know. with Kolasinac is he's just the Bosnian um, granite shack, and I don't mean to start any Yugoslav conflicts here, but um, he's he's good at he's good at going for people. That's true. He's good at running towards people. 
The problem is his brakes. He's a 1998 Nissan Micra. The brakes have gone. <laughs> Fingal's dream car. Oh, lovely car. So, uh, Alexis Sanchez. Oh, looks like he's. The well, there deal's was the uh, picture of him in the number seven shirt for United. Was it, was it seven? Yeah, it was seven. Yeah. Right. Uh, I think it's stupid of him leaving halfway for the season. Personally, I don't have any conflicts with it. You know, he should have went to City. I think everyone knows he should have went to City, unless you're a deluded Manchester United right, fan. I, I think if he went to City, there would be less bad blood. I know there's, there's been a like a thing of Nasri Adebayor and that move into City, mm-hmm. but. The yeah, fact he's got, his fact he's gone there. to United and there's massive history there. Arsene Wenger said he would never sell to Manchester United again as long as he was the manager of Arsenal. After he sold Robin van Persie, Arsenal fans went, you know what, fair enough. And I think he's actually let the fans down in that aspect because it's well on Arsenal fans. They don't really get along with United fans. A lot of them have a few conflicts. I think they're up there with Tottenham, really, with their rivalries, even though he's in a derby. Mm. And for me to sell... Their best player, inarguably, to that club, I think it's totally out of order. He could have went to United, uh, no City, sorry. He should have went there because he, he would have won a trophy. Let's just face it now, maybe even two or three. I, so I can see why, like, they didn't want, uh, didn't want him to go Man City because uh, you know it's strengthening like a a, a club that is about to win that. the league further. But still, it should be. But then again, surely Arsenal, not as a like a really perspective that. City have won it now. Yeah. Well, anyway, moving on from that, um, Chelsea played Brighton, didn't they, Carl? And they won 4 0 with Hazard scoring twice and then Willian and Moses. I'm proud of us, Fingal. It's well known you don't like Brighton. I also don't like Chelsea. So it, no, this, no, this, <laughs> this, this result was being this, a nil draw for you, is always said. Brighton fans would be happy at the end of this because most of them support Chelsea. They're not. <laughs> Going for a man who actually supports two teams is a bit hypocritical, but one of those non league. Have you seen the Chelsea goals? No. Honestly, that oh. second goal saw, is absolutely vile. It, I saw Moses' oh. celebration. But we'll, 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 we'll brush over that. Brighton were just awful defensively. They the, were the so word, bad. Uh, no, but the problem is they've got Dunk, who is the highest scoring own goal. Highest, He's got the highest amount of own goals in one season in the Championship. Well, wow. It's for, me, for me, with Hazard, he's one of the best players in the league. He's one of the best players in the world. I don't think anyone would deny that. But. You can't give him room. I know Brighton, they haven't got the quality of centre-backs that, say, Manchester United or even Al Liverpool have, really. You you would think, though, that they would they've maybe focus on They've got to close down. Yeah, they've got, they've got big men. one person got, dedicated to, like, you know, what they've got big men at the back. You need to just throw someone on Eden Hazard and don't give him room to touch the ball. If he didn't get room to touch the ball, because we know he's, like, dribbling through, gets a good couple of touches in, flicks into space, it's going to be a hell of a decent shot and your keeper needs to save that. Ryan isn't up there with world-class keepers. He's not going to save those shots, so they give him too much room fully. As much as I think this could be blasphemy as a Palace fan, but... Well, if they had signed Mamadou Sako, <laughs> knife to my heart, um, <laughs> I think they would have been much solid defensively because he's, oh, he's a big oh, no, man. That, that's, he's that's a like, let, let's just say, for example, Mamadou Sako is playing for Brighton in this game. If they pinned him on Hazard, obviously he hasn't got the pace to keep up with him, but if he just taps Hazard over, Hazard isn't going to get any room to get a touch in, any room to do what Hazard has to do. He can't outstrength anyone. He's got the flair, and the, the Nightmare express that in that game. The thing about Sacco is he's the perfect bottom half of the league to mid to top mid table um centre half. He can just he's not a tiki tacker footballer, he just gets rid of a ball, he just boots it. Yeah, I definitely know what you're saying. Um 
Anyway, with the second goal, it was Hazard, Willian, and um, Batwai just flicking it between each other, and then I think it Batfly just uh, Batwai, so he just flicked it to was it, it was Willian that scored? Two, two back yeah. heels, Willian, and Willian scored. Beautiful goal, honestly. Then um, Hazard on the third goal, yeah, the third goal. He got far too much room. Like the the, the general just ran away from. Yeah, him. they just kept on moving back. And I think they were. I think they were too just, confident. I think in Hazard the team just looked around and thought, "Well, what they're doing? I'm I'm gonna score this. Ryan isn't gonna save this. He's not up there." Yeah, but they gave him too much space. Um, what do you think about Batshuayi not being on the right level? I I'm, I know you've got statistics. Don't read them out. If I may uh, bring up my stats from WhoScored.com, very good site. Please sponsor us. Um, <laughs> of Amaratu is Chelsea's best attacking footballer with. 10 goals and 4 assists. The only player to have more assists than him is Willian and, strangely, Aspilicueta, who Williams both have been 6. Playing very well and Cesc Fabregas have 4, but the overall rating is 7.18. That's just defensively and attacking. The only... There's only 3 players with a higher of that. That is Aspilicueta, who's a superb defender. Brilliant this season. Yeah. Marcus Alonso has the highest rating in all of Chelsea, and then Eden Hazard. Did you expect it? He is the best striker they have had in two years, right. statistically. Opinionatively, he is dreadful, but statistically, <laughs> he is a statistically, good player. Statistically, yeah, but the six don't always um, back that up. For example, I think we can all agree. Um, let me just think of a midfielder, Ericsson. I think we can all agree that Ericsson is better than Paul Pogba. To be um, honest, I thought you were going to be the whole Pogba statistically he was better than Kanter. We're ignoring that. That's just that's he's just a Chelsea fan. Come on, then again, Kanter's it's, the best it's, in the world. Kind of an unfair. But is Eric, would you say Ericsson is better than Paul Pogba? A- anyone? Because I know no. I personally think Ericsson's uh, Pogba, better. Pogba, uh, it's a bit of an unfair Kanter comparison because they're, 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 they're both better, they're both quite attacking. Roles. Pogba's got more assists than Ericsson this season. Statistics mm. don't back it up, and plus. Hazard's played less games than Martin as well, so he probably would be top goal scorer. Plus, Batshuayi doesn't really get a hell of a lot of game time and stuff. <coughs> He's only played two around two hundred uh, under two hundred less minutes than um, Pogba, and he's Alvaro Morata has the third most key passes in Chelsea. He is the to be honest, second, those passes he, are probably he, shots. He's Can't the lie. second <laughs> most fouled player in Chelsea after Hazard. Yeah, Hazard goes down a lot to be fair. And he's and he he's had two more appear actually no. He's had the same amount of appearances than him, only Hazard's come on more from the bench. If, I think if I'm here, Murata, I I know obviously he's just bringing the statistics fair enough. The statistics they they don't lie. But he is dreadful. I don't think anyone's here. No, to argue I that. think he's good. Yeah, he, Dill, have you seen right. some of his misses? Yeah, I know I know but he's, I th- I yeah, think he's he's said about Bamiang. He's missed the most clear-cut chances True. in the uh, Bundesliga last season, and yet he was still top goal scorer. As I brought up last week, the fantasy football feature Pele was crap because fencing it. He was worse than Jason Lee. They featured some of his worst misses for both Brazil, San- well, not Santos because they hadn't developed cameras in South America by that point, and uh, New York Cosmos. They are absolutely dreadful. Every player has dreadful misses. Mm. Even the ba- even the Ballon d'Or quality of James MacArthur don't <laughs> <laughs> don't put every shot away. Um, anyway, the the big topic I'm excited to talk about: Do we get Peter Crouch? Please God, say we do. 
I mean, Jermaine Genus actually made a very good point, surprisingly, it being Jermaine Genus, that um, it's not a bad sign. He's not. He's in the, he hasn't lost to the yard of pace. He's never been running the lines. He's never oh, yeah, been. Honestly, I, 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 don't, I don't mind, I don't, uh, mind if we get crouched. It might be an alright sign. And as I say, if there's someone up top. 37 there. He's the, yeah, I don't think we're looking for it. Look, a really the long-term a- striker. He's n- it's not a long-term contract. He's not there for the next five years. He's there till like the end of the season, the end of next season as a backup striker. People taking the mick out of Chelsea, fine. It's Chelsea. It's kind of like part and parcel. But the point I'm trying to make is, it's not a bad signing for the situation they're in. I, I definitely don't. I, I would honestly oh, take it's Crouch. It's not a bad signing. Carroll as well would potentially get him, but I, I don't know. I think I won't mind to see Crouch in a Chelsea set. To me, though, Could I think they right. should be trying to develop Bashawai instead of getting someone like Peter Crouch. Look, then, the point about he's not trying to replace Bashawai, he's trying to come up with a single solution. If you're a title-challenging club, you are not... He's not trying to win the title with Peter Crouch up top. That's never been done. It never will be done. Um, Liverpool, even though they didn't. They were yeah. close, they were. Tottenham as well, all the leagues they've won. They were almost there. He's won the, in the 1960s, is now. He, right. They were close. He, right, he's won the FA almost Cup, and I think he's won the League Cup. I think that's that. it. He might have won something with Norwich or... Anyway, um, moving on. Speaking Spurs. Of Spurs. <laughs> Spurs one, Southampton one, a eh? Sanchez own goal, Davidson and then Sanchez. Kane. Andrew, you take this away. I had better things to do on a Sunday, like sleep. <laughs> well, it's just well, there's nothing really much to say. It was just a dreadful uh, details. Things. That's what I like to be seeing. I would describe it as the missing piece. What yeah. piece is? Because Larice, Larice wasn't there, and oh. neither was Ericsson. To be fair, Vaughn did yeah. very well. Kane was very close to breaking the. Um, I'm not breaking the record, sorry, getting his um, 100th, 100th mm. Premier League goal. Yeah, I saw the, one of the close. shots that he missed, it went past oh, the post. He was, he was very close, oh. but that, he was, you were quite unlucky, really. I don't think Southampton really showed a bit much drive. They yeah, haven't yeah. really got a lot of talent, I suppose. Austin, Austin's okay. but yeah. I think it's full of quite Austin a lot of inconsistent players. Uh, That's true. That's sum up Southampton. But um, well, Davison well, Sanchez on goal. It's fair. It it's kind of helped bit, it, really. Yeah, it's a bit unlucky. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was just a lucky low cross into the box. If he like, if he wasn't there, it, it still would have went in from a guy at the back post. Like speaking of um, Southampton, you're very close to signing Walter Prowse, aren't you, Dylan? I hope you're excited for that. No, nothing's been reported yet. So don't you worry. I've got an inside source. He's Who? coming to Liverpool. Who? Yeah, Darren. Who? Yeah, Aaron. He's he's told me. James Ward Prowse is going to Liverpool. It's going to happen, Dylan. Trust see, me. I, matches me Dylan. Trust me. I, don't, I don't think we're going to spend the Coutinho money. I don't see that. That'll be, that'll be brilliant. But what, what you'll do, <clears throat> chuck, chuck Milner there, right? Sorted. Do, do, do you know, have you heard about how Liverpool are going to get their money from Barca? Because it isn't just we get £150 million up front now. Oh, but you get like 15 or something. No, we get we get £20 million per yeah. season for five, five years. Oh, so yeah. it's pointless. And then loads of add-ons. So... It's not exactly a great deal on a hat, I'll be hard. That's just enough for James Ward Prowse. Uh, yeah, and it's also enough for someone like Riyad Mahrez, but we'll no, just ignore him. Well, it definitely isn't, Dylan. 20 million, calm down. Well, no, about 50, though. 50 for Mahrez. Quality that, player. That's like a season and a half, that, Dylan. Come on, Tom. You know, I'm going to rescue this podcast before it reaches the depths of degradation, and we're going to move Ooh, on fancy to... fancy word. What, depths? Well, depths. I oh, can't say it. Unlucky. Depths. Maybe next time. Anyway... Moving on, we're going to talk about Workington AFC, the Mighty Reds. Workington Academy Radio. 
On Tuesday, we beat um, Western Supermare 2-1 with Calvert and um, McCookie scoring. Um, Calvert, first goal, look, very scrappy goal from a corner. Um, then they equalised around... It was in the second half sometime. We then... One of the most important goals in Red's recent history, a lovely loop ball over to Phil McClucky's big, bald head, bounced into the... Um, bounced, rustled in the net. You knew it was going to hit there. As it, as the ball was only going to go wrong place and that, uh, over that short keeper. We got... we uh, Reportedly, allegedly, for legal reasons, I have to say that, we got 27 grand from that, which is... <laughs> That's probably balanced the books for this season. Uh, we've got Bromley next rounder in the National League. Very hard game. They're coming up to us, so I hope they'll be able, they want to finish it on the day, not want to take it to a replay down their way because no one wants to travel that the way on a Tuesday, especially not the little EP MPL side. Um, then we played Barwell on Saturday. Absolutely, it's it wasn't pathetic, but it was. It was disappointing after the result on um, Tuesday with the... Um, of course, we we started with Sam Joel up top instead of Nathan Watson, which I think was a bit of a mistake. Nathan Watson has proved that he's much better than Sam Joel. Um, both goals were dreadful, but we did have one upside with um, Aaron Taylor saving a superb penalty by um, from there. Probably striker, I don't know. I wasn't really paying attention to small clubs. Um, although, I don't have one point to add about them. But their um, their kits do look remarkably like highlighters. That's a, that'll be a nice kit, then. No, it's li- it's lime green with a with a bright fluorescent yellow socks. A, I don't think it says a compliment, Dylan. Yeah, well, I, I, mean, I was being sarcastic, really. You so. sound it. Right, I took you off the mics for like two minutes while I talk about that and you've all listened into Anarchy. Dom was playing a game. <laughs> what, sandbox? Oh, it's, it's a good game. See? Right, it's a good game. Please sponsor <laughs> us. Um, oh, actually, it's sand.box. Get a bit please. of Ross on. <laughs> no, pl- don't don't sponsor us. Rules of survival. Don't sp- <sighs> Please don't sponsor us. Actually, no, if you want to sponsor us, sponsor us. World, world Championships are just on. Yeah, I told you about that. Darren was there, messing it up. Darren, of course, friend of a pod, if you haven't yet realised. Anyway, we're going to now move on to Million Pound Drog. Working to Academy Radio. Right. I've made it, quote-unquote, easier. That time since apparently you can't hear air quotes. Um, Still on that. I'm excited for this. I'm always excited for Million Pound Drog. Yes, I am. First of all, I must bring this game. Please, Pete Donaldson of the Amazing Football Ramble, do not sue us. You've had a go at Jermaine Genus for his interpretation of um, going for gold. Please don't sue us. Yeah, yes, damn anyway. My first name is Seamus. Stop. Stop. Coleman. Incorrect. <laughs> that was my guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. Right. Nah, nah, nah. I'm six foot one inch. Doesn't really help. Stop. McGee? No. No clue. I'm just trying to think of Burnley players because they're all Irish, aren't right. they? Right. The, po- the thing about the Seamus thing, that's not what he's. 
that's not what he's mainly known as. It's like a nickname and stuff. Right, anyway, nah. moving on. I was born in Lifford, County Donegal. <sighs> Don't, Don't even know where Lifford is. I'm just glad it wasn't Seamus Coleman because <laughs> that was too obvious, that one. I thought that, but I just thought I'd say it. <laughs> I have made 134 appearances for my country. I made most of my appearances for my club at Newcastle, which was 354. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think. I honestly can't remember. I've got a picture in my head. I know exactly what it looks like, but it might not even be him. I made the appearance for Ireland at the 2002 World Cup. No idea. Right. Now, this may sound daft, but I'm just going to cover it. Robbie Keane. Incorrect. It's covering Irish players, you know. You never played, first of all, never played for Newcastle. What? Anyway. True. I am a follower of Donegal Gaelic football team. Stuff. Stephen Ireland. Incorrect. <sighs> Stop. Shea Given. Correct. Hey! Oh, yes. Shea Given. Come on. See? Buzzing. Not hard. Seamus Shay. He's he he played for Newcastle for a long time. Dylan didn't he? Dylan got me that there. He's <laughs> given used to play for Man City. So so it's <laughs> Stephen Island. Yes. <sighs> Why were you talking during the transition? I didn't know we were in the transition. You saw me press the button. I didn't. I was looking at Dylan. Why were you looking at Dylan? There's not much luck at there. That's nice. Ouch. What? Fine, would you rather I said you were ugly? I mean, means the same thing, really. Not exactly. Really, not really. No, it's not. I'm just like, saying you're like quite... Like looking at air, nothing really much to look out there. You're not dry if you're in air, because <laughs> air is dry. Water isn't wet. Come yes, on. it is. No, it's not. Um, anyway, we're going to move on now to the all-time five-a-side with, with a defender who was the greatest in the European Cup. You want me to go first, yeah? Well, that's usually how we go around. Fair enough. Uh, Paolo Maldini. Uh, Sergio Ramos. Puyol. Okay, and Carl, please make your argument. Well, um, obviously Milan legend, Italy legend as well. Um, I think he, I think he, got, I could be wrong, but I think he got his debut for Milan at 18. I say I could be wrong there, but. Um, he replaced an injured player, and since then, since that game, uh, he became like a legend. Not just in cl- that club's history, but in football, really. Won th- uh, three Champions Leagues and two um, the leagues before that. What was European Who's this? Cup. Uh, Maldini. Maldini, mate, he's won five European Cups. Yeah, so obviously uh, just an international legend, really, and a club legend. I mean, he's won the World Cup once. And yeah, he won World Cup with Italy. Yeah. Uh, Dylan? Yeah, well, Sergio Ramos, I mean, dedicate, he's just a dedicated player. He's a rock at the back. Always, always shows up in big games. He's won, what, three Champions Leagues? Uh, got World Cup winner, won countless league titles. He's just an all-around great defender. And he may, some people may not like him because of the things that he does on the pitch. But sometimes you've got to cheat to win, and he'll do anything oh, to that win. Is, that is not a good statement, <laughs> Dylan. So, sometimes, right, you've just got to uh, put all your morals aside and break someone's leg. Just, just take a Maybe knife. Maybe break just take someone's a knife leg. Yeah, you just have to get the quadrado sent off. Easy. 
it's yeah, it's a disgusting player. I don't like Ramos. Anyway, Andrew, make your quote-unquote argument. Puyol, he's just an amazing player, Barcelona legend. What? <laughs> what? Oh, do, do you know what his first name is, Andrew? Carlos. Oh, Ooh, he knows. See, because I said Paulo, Dylan said Sergio, and I was like, does Andrew, he know? Andrew only said Puyol. <laughs> does he know? He does. See, I've got, it's in the brain. No, I was expecting <laughs> it to be in your pancreas. Anyway. Any more details about him, Andrew? No, he was a centre back. He was. He played yeah. played for Barcelona. There you go. I'm helping him. You got long hair. I had long yeah. hair. Played a right back. He knows that from FIFA. But yeah. <laughs> he played at centre back. He's got a right back card on FIFA. Yeah, he's got a right back card on FIFA. Come on, Fingal. <laughs> what a noob. Because I don't play FIFA. I play football Unlucky. manager. Unlucky shot. Because I'm intelligent. Thinking well. all them numbers, putting them together. <laughs> no, Ooh, I should sign know. that Zambian left back. With twenty right back, Carlos Puyol putting with, on with twenty acceleration. But anyway, I shall pick. Well, it's got to be the one and only Paolo Sergio Maldini. Ramos. Paolo Maldini, you do not talk when I'm making my decision. My name's Dylan. I interrupt things. <laughs> Dylan's a little boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, we're now going to move on to the semi-regular section of shoutouts from the dugouts. Working to Academy Radio. Right. First of all, shout out to Darren. Yeah, um. What? I was trying to mouth Mikey to you, just shout out Mikey. Oh, hello, Mikey. Shout out to Crikey, oh my god, it's big Mikey. Ooh, uh, like, I'm pretty sure this section, uh, section started as a joke, but we're here now, and yeah, Riley, Riley, keep, might... Riley keeps bullying me to get a shout out. So. Shout out to Riley, you didn't give him one, I did. Haha, <laughs> he can't bully me anymore. Shout out, Riley. <laughs> Unlucky. Um, and also shout out to Sanchez's conscience, who seems to have gone missing. <laughs> um, do we have any more? Um, shout out to uh, Silver, got sacked. Oh yeah, poor Andre Silver, who wouldn't come to us, but instead went to Watford so he could get sacked within a year, which happened. That's karma. I mean, Watford pretty much accused him of, like, sabotaging the team because he didn't get the Everton job. Well, I mean, do you want to move to a big club or do you want to stay in North London? Or Hartford shows it probably is. <laughs> stay at Watford. That's what all the big, big, big titles won. I mean, I know, speaking as a Liverpool fan, none have really won here. But, yeah, you'd want to move to Everton. Definitely. No, but <laughs> this is not what shout out from the dugout is all about. We, we've lost I know, the I just, way. Look what you've done. We've lost the way. <laughs> Anyway, shout out to Erdal Rakip, who's just signed for Palace. That's hashtag Valcommon Erdal. But anyway, that is all for this week. If you check us out on Twitter at popular underscore side or lowercase, um, we might get a Facebook page up soon. I'm working on that. God, Facebook's dreadful. Yeah, well, you most people are out. on there. Oh, shout out to uh, Kai. He's a new listener. Got us one. Yeah. Who's that? He's just this guy on Twitch. It's this FIFA guy on Twitch. Shout out, Kai. Shout out to our Americans and uh, Japanese followers as well. And Romanians. Yeah, there we go. Yep, shout out to them. Definitely. 100%. (laughs) Anyway, I'm going to say bye from me, Fingal. It's a bye from me, Carl. Bye from me, Dylan. Bye from me, Andrew. And I will say collective goodbye. Working to Academy Radio.